guys. To the daily bay to the daily bailey. Uh this will be episode three. So we're moving along. You know, we're we are adding on some episodes. Um currently I'm sitting in my car recording this because um I'm still probably the most awkward human being I've ever met and um the walls inside my house are very thin and so my roommates could totally hear me even if I like whisper really low they would still be able to hear and this is a, an ASMR podcast um and I would just sound like a creep trying to do ASMR but they would still try they would still so yeah, thanks for joining in. Um, so I'm currently in my car, and so my uh fit check while we're doing currently the currently doing segment. Um, so this is my fit check segment. I am wearing a black baseball cap that I got from Walmart. I'm wearing my folklore sweatshirt. With my Gymshark green leggings and my Nikes. Um, yeah, so I I went to the gym right before I went to church. Um, it was a blast. Hung out with the kids. Um, you know, children's ministry. I, I give it up to those who do it full time. Because it is no joke. Um, you know, I am the person um, they call when... Everyone, and including the backups, are sick or there's something wrong. So I, I was the bottom of the barrel today for the church ministry team. But it was fun. It was fun. Uh, kids kids are still crazy. And, um, you know, it's kind of crazy, like, the things that they go through nowadays or all the options that are available to them to deal with like sin like they're oh my gosh just the conversations I've overheard overheard tonight on the bus um was kind of crazy and yeah like I it, I think it was that bad when I was a kid but um I don't know it just seems like it's getting worse but I mean I mean sin sin is a terrible thing terrible disease that is in the world and the only hope for that is Jesus um, so I didn't mean to make, like, a segue into what I was talking about tonight, um, but here we are. I will be sharing my testimony. Um, you know, it's not, like, some big crazy story, but it, but it is a story. Um, it's my story, and it's what God has done for me, um, how he saved me. And, you know, you'll learn more of, like, the struggles I went through after being saved of you know salvation and stuff so but yeah um I was saved at the age of 12 out of VBS but um a little backstory I guess before we hit the the salvation point um so I grew up in a nice home um you know I have an older sister and my mom and dad were together. Uh, we lived together in a house in Iota. And it was fun. But, you know, we didn't go to church, like, 
super consistent. Like, I remember going to church. Like, church was a thing that we did, but we, it wasn't like an everyday Sunday. And we weren't involved in the church or in ministry. Or my parents were, which, you know, they both had full-time jobs at the time. Um, I don't think my sister could drive at that point. And if she could, she didn't have a car. And then I was just, like, very little, so there's nothing I could do. And so I knew, like, you know, church wasn't anything new to me, so, like, you know, I would go, but, like, it wasn't a consistent thing. Um, well, eventually, um, later on, my parents split up, and so that was kind of rough on a really, really little child. Um, but it was for the best, I think. And my sister moved out with my memo. Um, and then as my parents were off and on, um, you know, me and mom ended up moving in with my memo also. And that was when I started consistently going to church, like, every Sunday. And so, like, even if I didn't want to, I still went because my mom was like, you're going to go to church. And I am very grateful as um, a 21-year-old today. I'm very thankful for that because, you know, without that consistency, I, you know, I mean, ultimately it's about God and like him drawing us to salvation but like you know my memo played a big part into taking me to church every Sunday every Wednesday and so it, it exposed me more to the gospel of Christ and you know so like vacation bible school like anything you can think of church related I you know I was involved in um and then so 2013 rolled around, um, it was at Vacation Bible School, I was 12 years old, and, you know, I always would go as, um, you know, just caring for the games and the activities that were at Vacation Bible School, so, like, all the arts and crafts and, like, friends and stuff, like, I was only there for the fun times, and, um, so that's why I'm also very thankful for Vacation Bible School and the churches that still put on Vacation Bible School. Just because, like, you know, it exposes the gospel to many different categories of kids and students, um, whether they're sports players or just, you know, because the parents just throw their kids out. Not that sounds really bad, but they like all the churches will be having Vacation Bible School and all the parents are like, yes, get, you know, go so that you know, they have two hours by themselves, and so they send their kids off to Vacation Bible School. So I'm very thankful for Vacation Bible School and what it brings to kids that were like my, well, I was in church every day, but like, you know, for the kids who aren't in church every day, it, it brings an opportunity for the gospel to be shared, shred, shred, shared to them. And I'm going off on a tangent for Vacation Bible School right now. If you can tell, I'm a big supporter. But, um, yeah, so I was only there for the fun times, games, and friends. And so I was 12 years old, so I was, I think I was considered the youth then. Um, maybe. I don't know. That That's unimportant right now. On So Monday, so there's things that happened 
every day differently. And so, but Thursdays was when all the, like, not, like, super older kids, because obviously I was 12 years old, but um, the youths would go into the sanctuary. So we wouldn't do arts and crafts. Like, we would just go to the sanctuary, and the youth pastor at the time would um, share a message that the Lord had laid on his heart. And so, like, we took a break from the games and fun and the activities and stuff and just, like, solely focused on Christ. And um, so, like, I never what I didn't consider myself a bad kid. Um, like, obviously, we're all born into sin and we're all sinners and we're all lost until saved by Jesus Christ. And so I w- never did anything really bad bad I wasn't addicted to anything but I was still lost in my sin um and so that night the message that um the youth pastor gave you know he I'm a very visual person so I'm very thankful that he like did this because it very it made it very real for me and hopefully like other people but he had a piece of paper and so it started out as like a paper airplane And so he, like, obviously there was more that he said, but, like, you know, it's been almost 10 years. This year will be 10 years that I've been saved. And so um, he's saying, you know, he, like, has, he's holding up a paper airplane, and he's like, this can't get you to heaven. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. And so he, like, tears off a few pieces of the paper, folds it, yada, 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 and it turns into, like, a rocket ship, and he's like, this can't get you to heaven. Like, it can get you farther than an airplane can, but it can't get you to heaven. And I was like, oh, this this guy's onto something, you know? And at this point, I could, like, I've noticed myself paying more attention um, to the message. And then, like, he might have done a few more things, but, like, the end result of the paper was a cross. And he was like, only this can get you to heaven, referencing to Jesus, um, which is crazy because at the youth house tonight at Watson's Chapel, um, the youth pastor there um, gave a message, and he used John fourteen six, which is Jesus saying, I'm the way, the truth, and life, and no one can get to the Father except through me, and, you know, in that moment, I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I, like, was feeling the draw of the Holy Spirit in that moment. I'm like, oh, if I die tonight, I'm, I'm going to hell. And, you know, that's not a great feeling. Um, and so, you know, I don't remember exactly what I prayed, but I remember, you know, I gave it solely my life over to Christ that night. And, you know, yeah, I messed up afterwards. I I consider that a very young age to get saved because that's 12 years old. And so I still have, like, I had a whole life ahead of me, and so I didn't, I was like, what? And so I gave my life to Christ um, that night at Vacation Bible School, but um, I didn't really start my sanctification process until high school, which is crazy because, you know, I now, like, I knew what right and wrong was growing up. Like, I had a moral compass, but, like, I, I didn't have the Holy Spirit to convict me and like lead me 
to do the right things. You know, I just had the moral compass and being like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. But, uh, you know, I did it anyway. And so I high school rolls around. Um, I mean, there was a few things that happened like before um, high school. And I remember specifically praying to God like, yo, um, I want to read the Bible more, but I can't really understand the King James that well because I'm like 12, 13. And I wasn't really a good reader anyway. Like I'm still not. And so it's just like a little barrier that had happened. And so I prayed and I was like, God, I, I want to read the Bible more. I want to know you more. And he, and I was like, if you provide a way, I'll, I'll read. And <laughs> so I was on Twitter at that age. And so I randomly one day looked at my notifications. And if you know, Brent Nicole, like if you were a Christian and you grew up, in the early 2000s in a Christian household, you know who Brit Nicole is. And I got a notification from her Twitter account saying, Bailey, you just won a prize. And I was like, what? I didn't even enter into this. But what was included in that prize was a Bible, um, an NIV Bible. And I was like, whoa. So I feel like that was like one of the first encounters of like praying something, truly meaning it and seeing God answer it, and it just, it blew me away, and I started reading, and um, high school rolls around, and, you know, friends I had in middle school, I'm no longer friends with, and so I'm like, okay, I don't know, I don't know where to go, what I'm doing, I was involved in sports, and um, so I moved churches, and when I moved churches, they just poured into me and, like, really showed what it was to make disciples out of young Christians. And so now I started growing. I had people walking alongside me, you know, pouring into me um, the Bible truth, praying over me. And so it was just very nice to have that. And it wasn't until, like, a few years later after, you know, losing friends from middle school and high school and, you know, I look back at that and I'm like, dang, God really took me out of situations because if I stayed friends with some of those people, there's no telling where I would end up. I mean, I would be saved, but there's no telling where I would end up because, you know, we still fall short of the glory of God, even after salvation. And, you know, the Holy Spirit will convict us and God will chastise us and ultimately bring us back if we are truly his. And so, but like, you know, I never really found myself like falling into deep sin. And then that's when I kind of struggled with my salvation um, of like, oh, I didn't have this great transformation story. I wasn't addicted to drugs or any of these main major sins that are considered by Christians. And, you know, time in the word and in prayer and reading and scriptures of where the miracle of salvation is God saving us from our sin. That's the miracle. That is grace and mercy right there. Not taking us out of a situation that is really bad and, you know, turning us into a different person. Yes, that is great. In fact, fantastic and I'm super thankful God does that for us because you know without 
that, you know, we would still be in our temptations and struggles. But the miracle in itself isn't um, stopping all those bad habits, but it's the miracle is Jesus Christ saved us. We were bound for hell. We were lost in our sins. But Christ gave his life for us on a cross. It should have been our cross. You know, we should have paid a very bad price. We should have taken up God's wrath. But instead, God, uh, Jesus left the throne um, in heaven and gave himself for us. That's the miracle. And so, you know, I struggled for a bit of like, am I truly saved? Because, you know, I didn't struggle with these main sins. And yeah, I still struggled with sins. But, you know, as like this new generation of Christians, it's like, oh, if you're not doing a big sin, quotation marks, then you're okay. If you're not addicted to drugs, you're okay. If you're not addicted to porn, you're okay. But sin is sin. Um, gossip is a sin. Lying is a sin. Treating people badly is a sin. And so it's like these quotation marks, little sins. If you're not saved, those sins will send you to hell just as much as drug addiction, porn addiction, all these things. And so when the Lord revealed that to me, I was like, you're totally right. Like, I couldn't get myself to heaven. Um, I I couldn't do this on my own. Jesus, when you said you are the way, the truth, and life, you are, you are correct. And I'm so thankful for that because if it was me that, like, I had to rely on to get me to heaven, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't make it. And you wouldn't make it either. And so it's like it was a relief and you know, just to bask in God's grace and mercy of like, no matter what I do, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Does that mean I can continually to live in that sin? No, I have to turn and repent of it. And that's called sanctification is like, you know, when we mess up, turn from it, keep growing, keep being more like Christ. And, you know, that's like this past week, goodness, God's revealed in many different ways through pastors, through podcasts, through friends that like living a holy life is it's going to be hard, but it's worth it. Jesus is worth it. If you have to like stop communications with a friend or like, you know, not necessarily quit being their friends, but like kind of like not hang out with them as much because like being around them brings negative energy. That sounds really bad, but like, you know, you just don't become a better person when you're around them. Or, like, gossiping and all these things. Like, turn away from those. Um, turn to the Lord. If you have to cut out shows, if you have to cut out music to, like, start walking more like Christ, do it. Because it's worth it. Um, Jesus never said that this life was going to be easy and, you know, we would get everything handed to us. No, he said, you're going to go through trials. If you're going to live for my name, you're going to go through trials. And it's going to be hard. But there's so much encouragement from Paul, um, John, all the like, all the apostles. Like, there's so much encouragement from the Bible of just like Jesus will be with us. Um, you know, if we gotta walk through the fire, if we have to walk through the waters, we're gonna do it. But we're not gonna do it alone. 
Jesus is going to be right there walking with us. And so that's just like my testimony and just a little bit of encouragement what the Lord has been teaching me lately. Um, I know this podcast, this episode is going to be like a little short and that's okay because, you know, we don't have to over exemplify. That's not the right word. We don't have to overcomplicate the gospel. The gospel is simply we are lost and dead in our sins. And without Jesus Christ, we will die and go to hell. Jesus left his throne in heaven. He was the beginning. He is the present and he is the future. He was, is, and will be. Always has been. Alpha and Omega. And so when he came down, born as a little baby, God in the flesh, you know, he lived a sinless life and he became the perfect sacrifice for God's wrath. Like his sacrifice satisfied God's wrath. It became a beautiful fragrance pleasing and holy to the Lord and it should have been our death on that cross but Jesus loved us so much he's like I want to have a relationship with my creation I want to know them and so he made a way when there was no way to know him to fully know him and to fully be known and he didn't just die and stay in the grave no he rose up three days later and you know there's several eyewitness accounts that he did that and so he gave some more encouragement and he went back to the right hand of God and he's there currently until the second coming and no one knows when that will be so us Christians you know we must be on guard stay awake and be prepared in and out of season to share the gospel and just point everyone that we encounter towards Christ whether it's through our life or through words you know point everyone to Christ because as I learned I mean I've known this but just seeing it again tonight the kids that I was around it's like the things that they are exposed to at such a young age is like crazy and it's sad and terrible but there is a hope there is a hope for them and there is a hope for this world, and his name is Jesus. And so, yeah, that's, I don't know how to end this episode, because it, it was kind of serious. I mean, kind of, it was serious, but, you know, I just felt led to share my testimony and just a little bit of what God is showing me recently, and I hope you find encouragement from it, and, um, yeah. So thank you for listening and thank you guys for all the responses. Like when I ask things on social, thank you for responding. It actually means a lot. And um, I can't wait to see what this podcast turns into. You know, I'm super excited just to share my heart, share what the Lord's been doing with me and just sharing random things that, um, yeah, random things that's called life. And but yeah, so that's all I got for you. And um, yeah, let me know what days you guys prefer to listen to podcasts. Like I listen to a few podcasts um, that come out like Mondays and Thursdays, um, you know, and so just seeing the new episode notification, I'm like, oh, yay, the new podcast is out. So just let me know what um, 
days you would love for the podcast to come out. I'm kind of like feeling Thursdays, but also this week has been kind of busy. And so I'm just now fitting in this episode. And so I don't know. Next week might look different. But if you have any suggestions of what day you would like to see or hear this podcast, let me know. Um, yeah. My name is Bailey. This is the Daily Bailey. And um, just remember, Jesus loves you. And I'll see you on the flip side.